Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through, while giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're so excited to be back this week. And we hope you enjoyed our last episode. Um, We're excited to talk about um, vacation anxiety this week. Uh, We're not sure how many people are really uh, going on vacation or traveling. I feel like there's way more people traveling these days than maybe some people realize, even with COVID. But um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for some of the amazing reviews that we've received in the past couple of weeks. Um, if you haven't listened to our episode about, um, what was the title? It was about Inner Critic, the Inner Critic episode. It was like two or three episodes back, um, mostly about how <laughs> Taylor and I have received some not so nice reviews, which we totally get and we understand we're not for everybody. Um, but it, you know, of course those two or three reviews are the ones that stick in our mind of how much we stink. And the other reviews that are so amazing that you guys have left that really enjoy this podcast are the ones that we, you know, love to see. But of course the ones that are negative, we're just like, what are we doing wrong? Um, but that being said, we just did receive so many nice reviews, I think, after people heard that and just wanted us to keep being us and doing what we're doing. So if you um, are listening and you feel so inclined to um, leave us a five-star review, I like saying five-star, <laughs> um, or whatever, just leave us a review and maybe um, just say if there's something you like about it. We do like constructive uh, criticism. We do. But um, maybe if it's something that you feel like we can work on, send us a message and we'll try and work on it um, instead of a mean review. But you can leave us a, a, an, a review that's, you know, has some feedback, but maybe not be so mean. <laughs> there's some that were a little mean, but it's okay. We understand we're not for everybody, but we really appreciate the reviews. And, you know, the more reviews that we get and the more people subscribe, then the more awareness that we are bringing into the world of anxiety and mental health. And we're just letting people um, kind of hear us and understand that they're not alone in their mental health recovery. So um, feel free to do that. That's my little uh, two cents in the beginning. But um, do you have anything to add to that, Taylor? Um, no, definitely. I am a very weak person. So please. No, you're not. not. <laughs> Stop. Do not roast me in the, in the. You can definitely like send an email, but, or, you know, a DM, but 
man when y'all do those reviews that are yeah i mean it's been like three we're being so dramatic right now but (laughs) i know it's like a million good ones and you know it's always the bad always like really pops out at you every time in every situation you can have so many good things going on in your life and there's just those two things and it's all you can think about right so i know i know i think i think i've been i think we've been doing pretty well in in recognizing and acknowledging that we're not here for everybody and saying to ourselves that it's okay and yeah. that we still love everyone and we actually wish everyone the best healing and if there's anything that because a lot of times hurt people hurt people right so like if it's something that's going on with them that maybe one of us said or did or something that was triggering like and they said something mean, obviously that's something going on. And I wish that person well. And I hope that, you know, they're healing or there's something that can help them feel a little less anger or whatever emotion they're feeling. So um, we love everybody. And if, you know, you feel like rating and subscribing and reviewing, we love you. And if not, that's fine too. So without further ado... (laughs) Let's get into our topic. Um, We're going to give you guys more of an update of like our lives and stuff next episode. Um, We just have kind of limited time today. So we want to get kind of into – and we've had this requested a bunch about about being on vacation and having anxiety. So we're going to not – we're going to talk a little less about like travel anxiety even though that fits into it. You know, when you go on the plane or you go on a road trip and how there's so much anxiety like the actual travel part. But once you get – to your destination, what sort of happens with your anxiety then? Because I definitely have an experience that I want to talk about. But I know, Taylor, you, something came up. Like when we started talking about these, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally know exactly what happens to me. So tell me. Oh, geez, man. You know, first you become a survivor of your plane ride, right? You're like, I did it. I faced my fear. It's over. Right. And then you're like, I'm in a foreign place. <laughs> so you make it past even the flight, not, you know? But, yeah. Even if you're not actually like overseas, a foreign place no, like is a still for- like a, a new. Foreign, yeah. A different place. Right. Yeah. Foreign, not you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So basically I'm pretty good when I land and like during the day, but it's like when the nighttime hits, you know, like you're getting ready for your like nighttime routine. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Where am I? I am in a different place. This is not my bed. (laughs) So it's like, so it's more of, and this is like how it is for me too. It's more of sort of not having your routine. Not having my routine. And then just like the intrusive thoughts sometimes get pretty bad because it's just like, I'm in this hotel. I'm high up on floor 27. If there needed to be an emergency, how fast could they get me down from floor 27? Would I have to go out the balcony on a life flight? You know, it's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just like a cascade of thoughts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So for you, it's kind of like routine and then like the thoughts about if you're staying in a hotel and trying to figure out your escape route because you probably- Oh, I've had weird – yeah. Something about like hotels, I get weird intrusive thoughts because it's like, okay, you're in this hotel, right? How many other people are in that hotel with you? A lot. And it's like, okay, it takes one one person to be a little, you know – a little mess, messy, and uh, cause a fire. Cause oh, like okay, so a gun to go like off on the floor above me. Might. Yes, yes. See, that's so funny because I actually feel comfort sometimes when I'm in a hotel because I think to myself, 
oh my gosh, there's a whole bunch of people around. I'm so safe. You know, if I ever need anything, if I'm, you know, something's happening in the room, I can just go knock on another door or something and someone will help me. (sighs) You know, maybe I felt that like 10 years ago when I, you know, when the world was a little more stable going, but now, now with everyone and their crazy opinions, who knows? (laughs) Well, yeah, no, that's true. Well, you you don't, I mean, obviously you don't know who you can trust like ever. Right. I mean, that's true. Um, but I'm, I see it as like it, it one person being like super drunk in the floor above me and then they're like gun goes off and like, you know, I'm the floor under them. Granted, this never happens. You never hear about it. It's just I know. These, like, I'm like looking super, at you now. Yeah, you're giving, me a, you're giving me a weird look. But but, you know, these these intrusive thoughts are valid to me. And I, I've spoke with a lot of other people who've had these thoughts and it's just like a thought. It comes to my head and then it flees. You know, right, it's not right, going right. to happen. It's like highly undoubtful. Like it's when have you heard of that on the news? Right, right, right. Well, okay. It's just one of those thoughts. So, so I, I totally, I can totally relate to, to kind of the thoughts, just weird thoughts coming in and going out, right? We had that yeah. episode about intrusive thoughts, how sometimes they, you just don't know why they just appear in your brain and you're mm-hmm. like, what the heck's going on? And then you can hopefully work on kind of letting them just pass by, right? And just acknowledging and being like, okay, that's not going to come, you know, highly unlikely going to come true. Um, but going back to kind of the routine for a second, I I think that for me, that is so important too with when I go on vacation or if I'm away. Um, because some people listening to this might actually travel for work, right? It's not like really vacation, but they're traveling, right? And they have to go to another place. And you you mentioned something about, you know, not have not being in your bed and not having your environment. So you uh-huh. used I that's a huge thing for me too. Well, and it's like you take my dog from me. It's like I don't have my dog. It's like that's huge. And then, okay, so wait, I want to pause on what you said about work. Okay. For some weird reason, if I'm having to go somewhere for a mission, aka work, an event, something, if I'm having to fly somewhere for a mission, uh-huh. it's a mission for me, right. um, the anxiety is pretty low. It's like I ha- in my head, it's like you have to do this. Like, like this has to be done. And so where it's like this last trip. So like, okay, we went to California for my husband's family, like uh, last, I can't remember when. And then we went to Montana and we were meeting family. And then we went to uh, Vegas for an event where I was speaking. And then we went to um, uh, New Orleans for my friend's wedding. Anyways, those all had plans, right? Yeah. Like, it was like we had to be there. We had already made the plans. So something about that was like, hey, you gotta you gotta do it. And it's almost like my brain was like, we don't have time to fear. We don't have time to worry. We just gotta do it. But this other trip where it was like, hey, we're going for fun, my mind was like, we're letting loose, we're having fun. What are we doing? Why are we not why do we not have structure? Where are we going tomorrow? Like it was like, um. what is fun? F you in. It was like, you know. It was like, you don't know how to have fun. Like, what are you doing? Well, see. Why are you having fun during a pandemic? Like, are you crazy? It was just like all these like things, right? you know? Oh my gosh. Right. And that you probably put so much pressure on yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing here? Like. But you said something. I think one of the keywords you said is structure. So yeah, I think yeah. those types of trips, you're right. They're sort of planned out for you. So you don't even need to be the one to yeah. think about what you need to plan out. you It's almost planned out for you. So you're like, oh, good. I already know I'm doing this. It's predictable, right? And that's what right. anxiety hates is predictability. Anxiety loves unpredictability. Anxiety mm. is like, this is my jam. Everything that's yeah. unpredictable and uncertain, anxiety like 
you know, has a happy dance about about those things. So that's uh-huh. why when things are unpredictable or uncertain, our anxiety is like so high. And yeah, that like makes sure. total sense. Yeah. And then like looking back on it, I'm like, okay, you went into that trip so unstructured about what you were going to do when anxiety hits. Right. Like I did. Like I right. didn't have like the structure of like – I think it's good to like go through the motions and like plan it out almost. Like just kind of like uh, what are you going to do if this happens or what are you going to do if this happens or if you feel this way? And um, I didn't have that going into the trip. I was just kind of almost trying to avoid the thoughts. So I was like putting on like reality TV show on the plane. I was – just like not thinking about it rather than like being like, hey, it is here. Let's stop trying to ignore it. Stop trying to ignore that like anxiety is there because mm-hmm. it is. You're feeling it. Yeah. Um, and it, just like face it and just say like, you know, like let's talk through it in our mind. Like I I would wait until it got bad and I, I know better. So it was like, why did I do that? And so right. I had about two panic moments of just like, I want to go home. And like it was just like it, it happened also when we got into LA in my defense. It was like, Delta variant is out of control. Mask mandate going in force tonight at midnight. I was there when that happened. So it was just kind of like, to me, it's like, whoa, what? What is Delta variant, first of all? And then it was like, mask mandate? What is going on? And it was like for the vaxxed and unvaxxed. Right. So it was just like, it was like, it felt like everything was out of control on top of me feeling anxious. Oh, totally. And that's like a whole other layer with COVID and stuff now and being away. Oh, I mean, it was like of all days. It happens like when I'm here and there's a million trillion people surrounding me. Right. And we're all like everybody – you could kind of tell on the streets too. Everybody was like really confused because remember how they said you get the vaccine, you're like – you don't have to wear masks. So then when they said everyone, you could just tell there was like some people who were like very angry, like showing their opinions and then some people who just, you know, it didn't affect them. But it was just kind of weird how the crowd changed. I didn't like that. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that again, that's like a whole that. other layer of traveling yeah. right now is like you still you still really don't. I mean, yes, there's people that are vaccinated. I mean, it's not March 2020 anymore, right? Okay, we have vac- people vaccinated. Like, thank God it's like a less risk. But still with another variant, you know, you don't know much about it. And you don't know – like I I've, – I've, that's a very interesting thing you said because I wonder if I went anywhere now that was further, maybe in another state far away or even especially another country, I would want to kind of look into and prepare. I just look into what what the cases are there, you know, what's the news been about COVID there, like taking precautions before I get there about where I'm staying and when I'm going and like what that area is like with COVID. I mean, it's a whole other thing you have to – I feel like I would want to do. Now. Yeah, I mean that was the other thing. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the place that was like literally the headline of news for the last year. They were like California out of control with COVID everywhere. Right, you know, it's right. like yes. you almost feel and and I'm a little bit of like a germaphobe with things, so it's like I almost felt like the the air had COVID because it was such a contaminated place. You know what I mean? It was almost like right. I felt as if like like. The stores were nasty. You know what? It's well, so and you can't you can't escape that because you can't see it, right? Like it's right, right. You so can't it just see felt like, that. And I don't know if I told you about our hotel room when we got to LA too. Mm-mm. What? Oh, I was like so triggered. That's so, a whole so other vacation anxiety thing is hotels too. Because I thought of people yes. don't like staying in hotels. But okay, okay. Go on. So I'm really proud of hotels that do the safety seal that make you feel safe. Like they uh-huh. make you feel 
most so we stayed in like a couple hotels because we did a few different areas of of, uh california this was when we got up to la and i just probably won't go back for a very 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 long time um what do you do when you are in your hotel room right you're like the room seems clean and then you go into the bathroom and you all of a sudden feel nobody cleaned this room and you've already touched everything what what made you feel like no one cleaned it? When you find hair, oh, and stuff everywhere. Oh, okay. Like it was hair on the walls, and then there was uh, housekeeping. <laughs> so I'm I, I don't like to complain. I'm just that kind of person. I don't like to complain. Complain? So You're at a hotel. No, no. What are you gonna? I'm, are you gonna clean it? I just avoided it. I just was like, ah, oh, that's so frustrating, and. So that's just how I am. And then, so so at first I was nice. I was nice the whole time. But then we were like, you know, I told you we got all that news that like in effect at midnight, you have to like basically like go home is what they were saying, you know, like with literally we were there when the news broke out, whatever about the variant. And then so we were like, okay, let's just get food to go and like eat it. Like our hotel was overlooking the Santa Monica Pier and Beach. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's just like eat it on like the like they had so many chairs and tables outside, right? Yeah. Like so many. Like nobody was out there. And so we got uh food and we were like going to eat it out there. And this lady comes up to us and she goes, uh, due to like a health protocol, you uh can't eat out here. And we're like, okay, so where <sighs> where where can we eat out here? Like right. and she goes, You can eat in the lobby. By, right by the check-in desk and I said ma'am I don't know if you've like seen the news like I'm not taking my mask off anywhere right now like yeah, <laughs> I don't know okay. what's going on right right and so she goes I'm sorry but you can't eat out here I'm telling you Allison there was one person outside in one table so there it was, was okay for uh, you to eat inside and take off your mask and eat oh, inside but not outside Allison, Allison Allison you are saying exactly what I said so at this point when you bring in my health I go up to the front desk person and I go all right, listen, I haven't complained. And first of all, this is a five-star hotel. I literally okay. walked up to the front desk and this is how I started it. I said, is this a five-star hotel? And she said, yes. And I said, this has not been a five-star experience. I was like, I hate to complain. I was That's like, I'm not a complainer. But I was like, I am just so at this point upset that you guys are like having a serious issue in your city and that you're not going to be the ones to take precaution too. You want right. me to sit. And and it wasn't like we were just in like a lobby, like, you know, away from everyone. It was, we couldn't eat by the lobby, by the window. We had to eat at the chairs and the couch by the check-in desk where there was a line of people checking in. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. This is, sounds ridiculous. So what did this person's, what did the, the person say when you said this? Um, Just said, I'm sorry about five times and that someone would call us. No one ever called us. No one thinks it's ridiculous that you're allowing people to eat next to a bunch literally, of people checking in versus outside where no one is. That literally I tell makes you, no sense. Wait, did I tell you that we tried to sit at the pool t- pool chairs, and they said oh. we couldn't do that either? Were there Have people around brought- there? No. And why would it matter? I'm a guest. Okay. It's not like I came over. Wait, could you sit on you the ever- front steps of the hotel? Probably not. Like, have you? I mean, what have you ever ate a snack at a pool chair that you brought on your yeah. own? Yes, yes. They basically were saying we had to buy their food. 
Oh, pool chairs. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. That makes, okay. That kind of makes sense, but that's ridiculous. Okay. We had ate lunch there. We ate lunch there. I said, I have ate this food. (laughs) I supported you guys. I can't do lunch and dinner. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh. It was, was and, and you think like during COVID, someone would be like, you know, like, hey, like we get it. And I was like, I'm a very anxious person. Like I can't do this. That is. And so they were like, you can eat in your room. And like our room was just like super basic. Like, oh, that's we why. Were, yeah. We're literally going to have to eat on our bed and get it everywhere. But so then I got up there, I had a salad and didn't have a fork and was just like, going to bed. Oh, great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, yeah. I just went to bed. I was like, I hate LA. <laughs> well, so also someone I think that struggles with more like health anxiety or maybe does have, um, you know, I mean, not doesn't need to have a, a, an OCD diagnosis, but someone who is maybe more cognizant Absolutely. of germs or Absolutely. of, you know, cleanliness, I think would probably have much more of a higher level of anxiety going to hotel. That's what I've heard, like being at hotels and just making sure that, you know, it was really cleaned before they, they got there, especially with COVID now. Um, yeah. And then I got mad at myself that I didn't wipe things down before. Like I should have done the double take. Like I should have had a wipey and wiped it down too. And I didn't do right. that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've already touched everything. Like, yeah. well, so, to be honest, that's why the past. Um, so I've talked about this a little bit before, but like last summer we drove to Florida and then this February we drove to Florida mm-hmm. um, and stayed. I actually didn't. I the whole last June when it was still, you know, we didn't even have vaccinations or whatever. We only stayed in Airbnbs that like we knew you definitely have to look at the reviews and make sure, you know, they're doing all the precautions because we didn't even want to stay like hotels. There were just so many, you know, there were so there are so many people that stay in the rooms that right. Yeah, you don't know, you know, who's I know in the like, halls. You don't know uh, what's going on. So, Allison, I wish I had the guts to stay in the Airbnb. I don't I get so freaked out. That someone's gonna just come in. <laughs> Airbnbs. Okay, hang on. You're with a group. Amazing. Though. You're with a group. Just my husband and I. It's kind of weird. Like we don't I know where s- we would. I stayed in an Airbnb by myself before. Okay, then you're better than me. I have too many fears. No, I mean, well, that's just a whole other level for you maybe that you want to like think about because um, as far as COVID goes, staying in a single oh, for sure. single type of house is, yeah, is good. You're for not sure. going to be, you know, involved in different pe- – a lot of people coming in and out. Um, but I've only really stayed in Airbnbs the past like f- trips that I've had. Only. I mean, and they've been amazing. amazing. But like, that's why you have to read like the reviews. Yeah. And, and the people renting out Airbnbs, they actually need to approve you too. They can't just say yes to you. Yeah. So the person renting them out wants to make sure that they're actually renting it to someone trustworthy as much as you're renting it from them. Hmm. You know, so that's kind of like the trust piece of it, but like the reviews are the what you really need to, but anyway, so, um, I think that, yeah, I think there's like this whole other layer with COVID right now. And with, if you are staying at a hotel or a resort versus Airbnbs and the way you're traveling there. And if you have a time change, 
You know, like if you're going overseas and you have, I just know with when I went to Europe and stuff a couple of times, I'd have so much anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, it's going to take me two days to get used to this time zone. Like I think England is like seven hours behind or something. So you get there and you don't want to, you don't want to um, just go to sleep because you're so excited to be there. But then you're like, oh my gosh, but what does my rhythm, is my rhythm going to be okay? Am I going to be able to change, you know, my, because sleep is so important to me too. So like yeah. I, in order for me to feel like for my anxiety to be balanced, I really need sleep. And obviously- Okay, wait, wait, wait. So what helped me on the trip? I want to stop you on that because that's important yeah. for me. What helped me on the trip with sl- like how important sleep is and to know that like I wouldn't stay up all night, like just tossing and turning with those intrusive thoughts is I forced myself to get up so freaking early every morning of our vacation. I got up so early. So by the time it was time for bed, I would just pass out. I was so tired. Because oh, you were tired. Yeah. But See, if I didn't do that, I would have been rolling around and having all those thoughts. I mean, that makes sense. But like if you're going somewhere, like if anyone listening is traveling somewhere where you're like seven hours behind or like eight hours, like that, you have to literally either stay when you get there, stay awake until it's a certain time of night or like go to bed right away and then wake up or else your rhythm, you're literally like if you land in England at like 6 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. That's seven hours. I think it's, I don't know. It's, let's just pretend it's seven hours ahead. So in reality, in your mind, it's like one hour. It's like one o'clock here in the U.S. And when you land in England, it's like seven o'clock at night. You're not going to be tired until like four in the morning. So what are yeah, you supposed think, to do? I think I would stay up all night and then just pass out the next day. No, but then the next day – no, but the next day you're on vacation. You're supposed – you know, you're going to sleep that, the whole that, day? No, no, no. You stay up the whole night and the whole day and then you right. pass that's out that what, next night. Right. That's what people <laughs> say to do. It's like, what? So anyway, that stuff always gave me anxiety about the oh, jet, yeah. lag, jet lag. And but you know what? There's a weird component of like the first night of staying up all night. So this happened to me when we flew there. I had a panic attack basically like the night before we left. And I I did, I got like two hours of sleep. And for the weirdest thing, I was like so almost delusional that I I, I felt calm the first day. I was oh, like, interesting. I'm so tired. I don't even have the energy to panic right now. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Kind of felt good. Well, I think also the thing for me wherever I am – when I travel, what a lot of things that trigger me is like who I'm with. And it's not even oh, yeah. because it's not even because the person is triggering for me. Sometimes that's what it is. And growing up, it was with my family. There was some people that would, you know, totally trigger it. But it could be just me not wanting to be like the party pooper or not wanting to be like, oh yeah, I don't feel I don't feel up for that right now. Like I think I might want to stay back and people just and then the people I'm with being like, what? Why? What do you what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, oh my God, like I don't travel the same way as other people. I mm-hmm. there's certain time that I need to, you know, I again I need some routine. So like in the morning I need to have like I just remember in Florida when I was struggling with my reflux so bad. It was like so bad. And I I was constantly in a state of like fight or flight. And so I couldn't even eat anything. I was like seriously being so – I was like so depressed. And then I got into a fight with my brother-in-law. I mean there was just like triggers coming from trickles. everywhere. Yeah, it, it all, all trickled. Down. It was like the worst vacation of my life and it was two weeks long. <laughs> and I can't – I'm so proud of myself that I made it through and I drove home 20 hours myself in a car. Um, 
but I ended up listening to an amazing book on the way. So it was good. But still, like, just couldn't – I was like, I had so much brain fog. I was in um, Naples, Florida, which is one of the most beautiful beaches. I couldn't even – I did a reel about this actually on my page because I feel like I, I couldn't even enjoy – the only, like, moments of peace I felt like – I had throughout like during the day was when I would make myself leave the house we were in and go to the beach during sunset and just sit there and I would try and breathe and I would try and just do my like some meditate a little bit but the rest of the time I was there it was I couldn't really eat anything I couldn't enjoy what I usually enjoy on vacation I you know, I asked my therapist for a couple sessions while I was there. I remember like just going to bed really early every night. I went to bed at like seven and my sister's family, they all went out and did their thing. And it was honestly the most anxiety I've ever felt on a trip before. And it was, I could not wait to get home. I was like, well, I was thinking of leaving early and I, yeah. I, I probably could have, but I, um, I knew I had a huge drive ahead of me because I we had driven down there, and I was right. like, you know what, I'm I'm okay. But I forced myself to drink smoothies every day just so I would get some type of nutrition because I literally my throat was so closed up. Not even just because my reflux, but that happens to me when I get anxiety, high anxiety. My throat, like, and a lot of people have said have told me this too that it feels like their throat is closing up, mm-hmm. and it's just such a scary feeling. So. It's like it doesn't matter where you are, right? Like I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm on this beach with this beautiful sunset and this usually would be this amazing like calming presence for me, but it literally did not matter at that point. I was already at like a level seven or eight or nine in my panic for that entire two weeks that I could not get out of it. And I think it was it was so scary because I was so far that I couldn't go to my doctors. I usually see. I probably could have gone to a doctor there and just been like, please check my reflux. And they could have, because I ended up coming back and getting a prescription from one of my GI doctors that was helpful, but also just being home. Like part of reflux is so much related to stress. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was, it was so hard. And you know, when I posted that reel on my, and you can go look at it on the Anxiety Healer. It's couple reels back or whatever. And it looks like I posted all these pictures and it looks like I'm sitting by the pool and I'm like having fun, just like, oh my gosh, on vacation. But literally all I wanted to do was go to sleep. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to y'all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. 
As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the anxiety chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the anxiety chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. I couldn't literally keep any, like I couldn't eat anything. I was so nauseous the whole time. I felt just, you know, this pain in my chest. Like this is kind of the physical symptoms that happened to me. My stomach hurts. Like my throat was just closing. I, it was just what you see is not always how people are feeling. Yeah. Even if you're in one of the most beautiful places in the world. And that's what sucks literally. the most because then all of these horrible thoughts come to play about myself and how, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm just, what is wrong with me? Why, you know, I just spent so much money for this. It should be yeah. such an amazing time. I'm I ungrateful. I, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I can't even, you know, I can't even really be how I am, like my best self. I want to be my best self here because you so I, badly want to enjoy yourself, but you literally can't get there. And then, so you're oh beating God. yourself up. Like you just start totally self-sabotaging. So much. So yeah. yeah. You beat yourself up so much and you're just, mm-hmm. you don't, and then, you know, I'm letting other, I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm letting my niece and nephew down because, you know, they want to play with me and they want to go in the pool. And I actually forced myself so many times to just pretend and play with them. And Honestly, I, I feel look back and I feel very proud of myself because they don't even remember me being a certain way on that trip at all. They just remember it right. being such a great family trip. They still talk about it, how much they loved it and the pool and we went shelling. Like they didn't they didn't think anything was wrong with me. Aww. So not to say that there's nothing wrong with kind of explaining that you, you can feel scared sometimes, but I just didn't want it to be about that. I didn't want the trip to be about me and my anxiety. So it makes me feel happy that they don't connect the trip with that. They actually loved it. So right, that was important to me. But so I think like what would you say are the five things that help you when you're on a trip? Okay. So here's what I, here's what I did. Um, I, okay, this was a lot with acid reflux and stuff, but also with just my anxiety in general, like I need to make sure I'm getting adequate nutrition. So People when they're on vacation, me included, sometimes will like drink a little bit more than usual if you drink alcohol, right? Or they're going to different restaurants where, you know, there's all this amazing food, especially if you go to Italy. I mean, fun. But their their ingredients are so fresh. Usually I don't get sick at all with that. But um, you know, making sure I know where I'm staying and what kind of restaurants and health food kind of stores are around me is really important to me. So I make sure I have I have a you know, smoothies are really important to me. So I'll make sure that I know if there's what kind of nutritional restaurants. And if we are going out to eat, I'll look at the menu sometimes before and just make sure I know kind of what kind of food is there. And I, again, I like the predictability. So I kind of look around and I will see kind of how far we are from different things before 
different places, whether it is a pharmacy or something like that, just to, you know, see what's around me. So I think being able to kind of learn more about your surroundings before you go anywhere can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Just knowing like where you're staying, what the area is like, if you do feel like it's comforting and this can be a health anxiety thing. So don't go like overboard. But if you feel like it's comforting to know where like the closest hospital is, like that can be okay just to know that. Um, or So something. I create a uh, – have you ever been on maps? Like you know when you go on maps and you like search a place? Yeah. So if I go on maps and I search like uh, Trader Joe's, okay. so do it on your phone right now. Go to maps, search Trader 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 Joe's, okay. and then like kind of click it, and then at the bottom you can like scroll. Do you see a button that says Save? Okay. Click Save, and then you can create like say you're on a trip. You could create. So I do this. I'll create something that's like California, and then I'll save all these places. That are like that I want to see or that could possibly be uh, interesting to me. And then on that, you could save a hospital. Oh, that's great. A pharmacy. You could save, you know, something that makes you feel a little more comfortable. So then when I click it, I can see when I'm at the hotel, I can click that button that says California. You can click like the little trip or whatever. And when you click that, you can see everything around you that you saved. Okay, so that's awesome. Whenever I feel like anxious or something, I'll just be like, okay, let's like knock out a few things on my list. Yeah. See, that that's great. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are some of the things. Yeah. Like I think, again, sometimes it's nice to just know your surroundings and know where things yeah. are. And I think that that's a good be tip. really helpful. I like that tip. Um, a, a know couple, your surroundings. Yes. Know your surroundings. I think a couple other a couple other things that can be helpful is, again, the people that you're going with maybe talking to them before the trip and letting them know that you struggle with anxiety mm-hmm. and letting them trying and if listen people if they're if if they're people that were that like you have mutual respect for and you're friends with each other and they should understand what you're going through if they're a holes about it and they're like oh my god you're going to like ruin this trip you're like what I, honestly don't go on it <laughs> i'm sorry like there's nothing worse than how are you going to have fun? Like there's nothing worse than wanting to just go away, like go somewhere and have the flexibility or have, you know, the autonomy to take care of yourself because you're not sure what can come up for you. And then having on top of that, people like literally just judge you for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I stopped going away with certain people a long time ago just because I, mm-hmm. I knew it. And it's fine. I don't – I'm not even really group friends with them anymore, so it doesn't matter. Um, so that's a huge thing. Maybe try and talk to people. Um, also kind of decide what decide what types of trips feel better for you. You know, like right now, after that Florida trip, I, I will not be doing that ever again. Like the way that it went. And you guys don't know a lot, all of it, but like I won't. I know the things that I'm starting to think about where, what I want to do again is like, I'm going to go on a yoga retreat in a couple months. That's fine. And it's about a couple hours away. Fine with that yoga retreat. I want to go camping with my boyfriend and just like literally not See, you're the thing with plans. I actually like not really having plans. So I was going to um, say, camp- camping is like a huge red flag for me. Ah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> and we're, we're going to go like glamping, I think, but you know, just staying and for me, just something relaxing is, is great, but also hiking and just being in nature, obviously for me is a huge, you know, healing tool. So, but also some things that I never go anywhere without is like my peppermint essential oil is really important for me. Whenever I get nauseous, that's like helps me so much. My lavender oil, I bring a heating pad a lot of times because that helps my stomach. Um, I'll bring like a pillow if I know I'm going into a car or something or oh, yeah, honestly – blanket for sure. Yeah. Like honestly, some I bring my pillow because I don't care where I am, but I sleeping on my pillow, like in the hotel yeah, room right. or in the Airbnb sleeping with my pillow, it's it, it, it's it um, makes me feel like I'm in my bed. Right. So I'll bring all those things. Um, what are some other things that I did? Oh, I mean, music for me is so important. So just making sure I have my headphones with me. Um, and then I always continue my routine when I, I did continue that. I did yoga a couple times when I was in Florida and I made sure I meditated. I also needed space for my family and I took it and I was like, I'm sorry. They really did understand like that was important, but um, I needed to take some space. I went to the beach by myself a couple of times. And I also made some – I made two therapy appointments when I was away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was – it was so nice. Like she was able to see me because it was virtual and stuff. And you can do that now, right? That's like a thing. Um, hopefully. We're therapists now. But yeah, I literally got all of my toolkit stuff uh, that mm-hmm. I was able to do while I was away. And I made it. And I survived it. Yeah. So I I brought a bunch of things, but when I got back, I I created a new plan. So I got this cute little bag. It's like a it's not that big, but it's a little bag. And in it, like I already put things that I want to bring. So now in this little bag, I have a little fidgets. I have like my CBD oil. I have my essential oils. I have uh my relief band. So like if I get like nauseous or anything, yes. I have. I just have like so it's all in a little kit now. So it almost feels like more accessible. Like or it, oh that's maybe awesome. Maybe just like. Maybe I do well, and I notice like even like teaching you about that maps thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like having things out of my brain and almost like in a spot to grab. So it's like I can grab that spot on my phone. I can grab that bag. Like I kind of didn't pack well in my backpack on this last trip. Like things were kind of in everywhere, you know. Yeah. Like like maybe like my CBD was in the front pocket. My my something else was in the back. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like grabbing a bunch of different things. Yeah. So it's like kind of like, okay, I can go to this toolkit. I've got it ready. So I think like maybe just like preparing yourself for the trip and not pushing off the feelings of anxiety uh, rather than like right. just understanding that like feelings may arise, mm-hmm. but they will also pass. And like, I think I was like going into it kind of like, oh, I'm not going to feel anxious. You know, like almost just like, ah, it won't happen. Ah. Well, the anxiety, anxiety, like I love this, your anxiety healing toolkit. That's essentially, um, I feel like the everyone should be creating their toolkit, right? Yeah. Like every day and not even just tangible things, right? Like I right. talk so much on my page about creating a toolkit of grounding exercises and visualization exercises, meditations, breath work fidget toys, um, you know, and all of these like distraction ideas are even good, right? Like mm-hmm. doing distraction games when you're somewhere. So 
that's that's actually what my entire book is about, by the way. <laughs> that's coming out in that. March. It's called The Anxiety Healer's Guide. And it literally, each chapter, all of the H, there's nine chapters that are all different types of tools and techniques to that you can include in your toolbox. And then chapter, no, sorry, that's one chapter one through eight. Chapter nine is how to create your anxiety healing toolkit, like how to actually mm. create the toolkit. And then chapter 10 is a whole workbook and stuff for everybody. But I love that you just said that because I think that having this toolkit is just as important as working on the cognitive piece, right, of why we have these thought errors and these distortions in our brains. It all goes together. Like having Mm -hmm. these tools and then also working on these cognitions and rewiring the way that you think, all of that is what's going to be healing all of that. And so sometimes it takes a lot of trial and error to know what works Mm -hmm. in your toolkit, right? Like you might try a couple different exercises and that doesn't work. For me, one of the best uh, exercises I do is progressive muscle relaxation. When you like tense Mm -hmm. your muscles up and then release them, that's one of my exercises. And then there's certain breath exercises that work best for me. Some people would be like, PMR, what? That is not work for me at all. But maybe EFT tapping is something that works really good for people. So mm-hmm. you guys will want to get my book if you want to create your own toolkit because it teaches you all these different types of tools. And it's coming out in March. I'll obviously keep you posted on my Instagram page when it's coming out. Um, but I'm really proud of it because Woo. it's everything that I've worked with clients and myself on creating like a toolkit that really will help just regulate your nervous system. So it's going to be amazing. That's a little plug for it. I didn't think I was going to do that today, but I'm actually really excited because I got the, uh, I got my editor sent me basically the whole book back of like what it looks like. And I'm like, this is so real. It's crazy. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, you guys, we hope you, um, Got some good tips and maybe you're – if you are going away or you're thinking about going on vacation or just you, you're you going to visit family or work or whatever, that some of these things we talked about today are helpful for you. And know that you're not alone because sometimes yeah. – what's the, what's the phrase people say? Like, I need a vacation from my vacation. Oh, that's me. Totally. That was literally <laughs> me in February. I got I'm home. Like, maybe I should take a week off and just stay home. I, <laughs> what is, oh, my God. What does that look like? No, I'm not even kidding. I got home from Florida and it was like I just got on vacation when I got home. And guess what? <laughs> I took a week off. My my vacation week was like two weeks ago and I went down the shore for two days and then the rest of the time I spent with my dad. I didn't even go anywhere and it was great. I just huh. didn't work. It was awesome. That's nice. Um, also, just like, you know, you can learn from Allison and I in our trips. Don't take it as like everything's going to be like bad. I had a great oh. time. There was totally. just, you know, some things and now I know like, hey, I need to prepare a little better and f- not think that the thoughts won't come because they they will come. It is you're going to a different place. So just preparing being I was unprepared. So be prepared. 100%. Thank you for that. Perfect. All right, guys, we will be back next week. We hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a review. Happy healing. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as the Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out the Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. Uh, It's a self-paced course, and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well, so go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out, and as always, go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks, everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.